Hey, you guys, what's up? I hope you guys had a fantastic Thursday. Mine was pretty much chilled. Um, I was with the kids. We ended up doing a mukbang uh, with the shrimp and the lobster. We um, fried it with the hot Cheetos and the cheese sauce. I will be uploading that video to my YouTube. It is the same thing, y'all. Daily Talks with Angels. So make sure y'all go and check that out. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button, okay? Um, but today, I have a special guest, one of my homegirls. We go way, 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 way back. Okay, y'all? Her name is Elizabeth. Um, today, we're going to talk about healthy boundaries. Uh, we was just trying to see if we can come up with different topics, and we landed on this one. So, Elizabeth, I'm going to let you have the flow, girl. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, so today, yes, we are going to talk about healthy boundaries. And one of the reasons why I thought that this would be a good topic is because um, a lot of people don't know how to set healthy boundaries, especially without feeling guilty or feeling like, you know, they owe an explanation as to why, you know, they do or don't want to do something or why they will or won't allow someone to do something with them or say something to them. And I know... Um, that's not, I, don't, I don't think I've ever really struggled with healthy boundaries. I've struggled with how to say something the right way or a better way than what I normally do. Because I have no problem with telling somebody to go eat dirt and, you know, call me five years later. <laughs> Look, you know how I am. I already know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like one of the things that I feel like we do, especially as women, um, I mean, men, men may do it too, but I think it's different for a man than it is for a woman to set those healthy boundaries. As women, and especially as black women, we are groomed and made and raised in a lot of cases. We have to take care of the household. We have to take care of our kids. Then we have to take care of our elders and take care of the elders first, then take care of the kids and take care of them at the same time. And then if you got a man, then you got to take care of the man. You got to make sure he's good. You got to make sure this person's good. And everybody is pulling from you in the household and you still got to get up shower walk your behind outside and go to work mm -hmm. you know so you still have other responsibilities outside of home and then you have different people pulling from you outside of the household and a lot of times we don't know how to say no we don't know how to say okay this is too much my plate is already full you know it's tuesday so today i gotta be at work at eight o'clock i don't get off until four when i get off at four i go pick up the kids from my mama house because you know jj and them got soccer practice the cheerleading practice and then after that you know i'm supposed to go home because we got a dinner party i gotta get prepared for for this weekend and you may have a graduation and in between that somebody is gonna ask you to do something that you know you don't want to do Yep. You know, you have no more room to do it. You're full. You're overloaded. You probably have done so much that you probably forgot to brush your teeth today. You know, but you're still going to go ahead and do it because in your mind it's like, you know, one more thing is not going to hurt. Or this is my sister. You know, I love my sister. Let me go ahead and do this for her. Or, you know, that's my friend. That's my homegirl. I'm going to do XYZ. And we tie ourselves out. Yeah. You know, we burn ourselves out. And many times working in healthcare, and I know you know for a fact, the caregiver normally gets sick and normally ends up burning out faster than a person that's supposed to be dying or has Alzheimer's or whatever disease they have. Mm -hmm. You know, true. you have to learn how to say no. And you don't necessarily got to be nasty about it and be like, hell no, nah, I ain't finna do that shit. Right. Like, no, you have to, sometimes you can say no and just be like, no, period. I yeah. can't do it. Yeah, I like you to know? Um, cut, cut in. Um, if I can, sis, because I can definitely relate to that now. I'm going to go all the way back where she's saying, you know, you forget to brush your your teeth. Let me tell you something. Please don't forget to brush your goddamn teeth. <laughs> I don't give a damn if 
you got to throw some Listerine in the back of that throat. Let me tell you something. Because, baby, <laughs> you can't be walking around telling people no with a stinking ass breath. I'm just saying, all right? But, no, I, I definitely can relate to that. I think we all can relate to that. Um, Again, you know, I got four kids. And, you know, I be doing a lot of running around some of the times, you know. And I have been asked certain things like, can you do this and that and third? And sometimes I feel like I'm obligated to say, well, yeah, I go ahead and do it. Especially if you've always, like, if you start doing this, is my thing, too. If you start off doing something people they take your kindness for weakness they feel like okay well shoot if she did it this time she'll do it all the time well can you take me here and can you run me there can i borrow this and can i borrow that you know and sometimes you just gotta say no so i start lying uh my stomach hurt and i ain't gonna baby get out look i'm on the toilet i ain't gonna baby get out the toilet look i'm toe up and you know they don't want to hear that they be like okay tmi all right well i just call somebody else yeah you do that and then Two days later, they call and ask you to do the same thing. They be like, damn, you ain't found nobody to take you to the airport yet? Or you ain't found nobody to take you, you know, to the mall yet? Anything. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you, it's okay to say no. It's okay to let that person know, like, listen, I don't mind helping you, but, you know, nah, not all the time. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. Go ahead, Elizabeth. I'm going to let you have that. Oh yeah, you. I mean, you're you're definitely definitely right. Like I did that at one point in time, and I allowed me like, you know, I gotta go to work today because you know, back in the day, I used to work some jobs. I used to work yeah. ten to six, and then get off at six in the morning, go home, shower, brush my teeth, change my clothes, and then I had to be right back at work at seven and work seven to three, and then I had to be at work in between that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And people would ask me to do things in between. Oh, well, you off today? Well, can you do as well? No, I'm off. Right. Oh, no, I can't. You know, or initially I'd be like, well, you know, I'm on call, so it's no telling if they're going to be able to, if they're going to have to call me in, and then I'm going to have to drop you to go back to work. At some point, I really just looked at all of the stuff that everybody was asking me to do, or asking me to show up at, or asking me to give up myself, and I was like, well, y'all not giving that same thing to me? So I just started saying no. Or, you know, when you're listening to somebody's situation, you got that that friend or that family member and they always going through something to the point where you look like well, dang what are you what, what are you doing like do you just go out looking for problems like <laughs> what, what is the issue you yeah. know so at some point i just got to the point where i would listen and be like oh for real oh okay all right mm-hmm. well girl you know we've been on the phone for about an hour i gotta get off the phone <laughs> you know or I did that one day and somebody was like, but we're not on the phone. I'm talking to you in your face. I said, oh, I'm tired of listening. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. You know, instead of you telling me what's going on and what you need from me, how about you talk to God about it? And when he gives you an answer, then you come back to me and you tell me what the answer is. But you really don't even have to do that. You can just talk to God about it and wait on him to give you an answer. Because, baby, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, it's just like you have to look at everything that you're giving to other people and you're showing up for other people and you're not showing up for yourself. You yeah. know, and like like you said, you, you put a whole lot of ways in it. Like I'm old, but we ain't that old. Mm-hmm. We have known each other for a long time. And you know how my schedule is. At one point, I was working two jobs, getting out work, still doing school, still trying to get, you know, stuff together that I wanted to do. Just having extracurricular activities. Like I like to dance. I like to go to the movies. I like to you know read i used to write poetry you know still trying to find time for myself but Mm -hmm. in the midst of that i had bible study on tuesdays that i thought i had to be at midweek service that i thought i had to be at every day choir rehearsal on thursdays and saturdays for two different choirs you know and then we had outreach on sunday like that's just church that's not even including 
me working two jobs, me going to school, me doing this, that, and the third, and then people asking, oh, well, hey, can you do X, Y, and Z, or hey, can you do that? Or at one point in time, my older sister, um, her car went down. So I would try to make myself available in the event that she would call me and say, hey, can you come pick me up from work? For me to pick her up from work in between everything I already had to do. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, you have those so-called friends that you think are friends back in the day. And then you sit up here looking like, why, why are we friends? Because I don't really particularly care for you that much. Like, yeah. I really just don't like looking at your face, let alone hearing your voice. Why are we <laughs> friends? You know, and they're going through situations and they want to stay with you. So you let them stay for a little bit. And then they think they live there and you be like, no, boo-boo. You don't get no deal here. You don't do nothing but wash your behind and walk out my door when I leave. Because you can't stay in my house when I'm little. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not an option. If I'm not at my house, I don't care if we friends, if we cousins, if you my first cousin on my daddy mama's side. Baby, if I leave, you got to go too. I don't care if you got nowhere to go. You can sit in your car all day, but you ain't going to be in my house. Right. You know, it is. I've always heard that your house is supposed to be a place of peace. It's supposed to be your oasis. If you got hell in your house because you allowed somebody else to come stay with you because you married and you ain't happy where you at because you got, what is it, what Pink is dead on uh, Friday? He got a wife, a girlfriend, and a baby mama on the side. Mm -hmm. Like, you got all that issues and they causing you hell. You don't have no peace. That means that you didn't set the boundaries that you needed to set in order for you to be good. At some point, you got to say no. You know, people have these, everybody has different relationships. Everybody has different ties that tether them to different people. And you want to be there in a lot of cases. You want to be there for your mom because your parents did a lot for you or your dad because they did a lot for you growing up. You want to be there for your siblings. You want to be there for your cousins. You want to be there for your family. You know, you want to be there for your kids as they get older. But at some point, you just got to say, I'm tired and I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I, and I don't you think know? there's anything wrong with that. Um, let me ask you a question. So when... Did you realize, okay, enough is enough. No, no, I'm I'm not going to do it. When did you realize that enough was enough? I I think I had two, um, two light bulbs. So my first light bulb, I would say, was probably at 16. Um, My mama said I got mean after my aunt passed away. And that it really was a light bulb for me because I looked at the type of person that she was to everybody then you know and she was a very god-fearing and virtuous and righteous woman and if she could do it she did now she she would do it for you but don't think you wasn't gonna get no lecture about how you got in this situation mm-hmm. you know she was gonna give you that mama love but she was also gonna give you that passage in the bible that told you how you got to where you was at you could either take a beating or you could take her talking to you for 17 hours <laughs> and oh no, no you laughing i'm serious like she went in one day for about 17 hours on one of my cousins and my cousin thought she was gonna go in there and lay down and go to sleep and she was like um baby you got a school bus to catch in about 30 minutes don't you think you need to go get ready for school wow. yeah that's the type of person that she was you know and i'm just looking at everything that she did throughout her life or that i was aware of that she did throughout her life and i was like i ain't gonna do all that Oh, no, no, you're not going to live with me, and you're going to sit up here and turn around and give me your behind and kiss. Oh, you're not going to talk to me like this, and I raised you, and you was my... No, I'm like, no, I'm not, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so at that point, I was like, boy, bye. Like, it was the epitome of that at that point in time. Yeah. And then I would say, um, I'd say 19, 20-ish, 
maybe I said from that 19 to 22 era because I had a lot of stuff that was going on and a lot of issues that I was dealing with you know some of them were caused by other people and some of them I said most of them were caused by me. I ain't even gonna sit up here and tell a lie. Um, unlike a lot of people in the world, I don't feel like I was ever young, dumb, and stupid. I was young, dumb, and knew better, and I had this really bad issue with people telling me what I was and was not gonna do. Right. So, the first thing that'll get me in trouble, and I realized then, every time somebody told you, oh no, you can't do that, or you're not gonna do that, it wasn't a challenge, and it wasn't a dare, or it wasn't them telling me not to do something, or, you know trying to figure out what my capabilities was it more so was a warning or like you know them actually trying to guide me in a different direction but that's not how I took it so for somebody to tell me oh no you ain't gonna do that I would do it and be like I'll show you better than I can tell you you know so at that point it was more so like I had to get out of my own way because I didn't have no boundaries with myself right you know I mean being open and being honest I, I've gone through a lot of different situations. I've dealt with a lot of different things. Um, I've had a lot of different relationships in my life as far as friends, family, people I thought was friends, people that sh- share the same blood, but, you know, skin folk ain't kin folk and kin folk ain't skin folk. Like, I've, I've had a lot of different relationships that are stronger now, that are no more now that I had to learn from. And I say between that 19 to 22 age, I really had to do a self-evaluation of myself. Like, okay, why is it that people think that they can treat me this way? Why is it that people talk to you this way? Why is it that people think that they can do any and everything around you? What is it that you're presenting to other people that makes this okay? You know, and I had to start setting those boundaries with myself. Like, okay, no, you can't go here. No, you can't talk to this person. Okay, well, I understand that, you know, this person was somebody that you cared about or that you thought cared about you at this point in time. And, you know, they want to talk to you and you feel like you need some closure. But, baby, the door is closed. God removed them for a reason. Go on about your business. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to go on about your business. You have to do your own thing. And once I set those boundaries with myself, you know, I had to, it was very easy for me to set boundaries with other people, you know. Nobody loves you more than you love yourself and nobody treats you better than you treat yourself because you teach people how to treat you Mm -hmm. by how they see you treat yourself. You know, you teach people how to treat you by what you allow them to do to you. You allow them to say to you how you allow them to act around you. And at that point, I had to straighten up for myself because I was just like, I really didn't like none of the people that was around me. And I'm just being honest. I didn't like none of the people that was around me. I didn't like how they was talking to me. I didn't like their voices. And I'm like, that outside projection of the people that I was hanging around, the people that I was talking to, was how I felt about myself on the inside. And one day I really was just like, girl, you know what? You too good for this. You Like, you, you too fly for all the BS. You too good for this. Get up, get your mat, and walk. Walk until you don't have nowhere to go. Walk until God tell you to stop. Walk until your feet get tired. But you got to get away from this situation that you in because it's going to kill you or you're going to kill the other people and you're going to end up in jail. And I personally don't no. like women, so mm-hmm. I can't go to jail. Right. <laughs> that, that's not an option. Right. So, so my thing is, and I definitely understand exactly where you're coming from, man. Um, I've had people around me that, you know, shouldn't have been around me. Uh, you know, me, I pretty much would be friend with, you know, certain people. And, you know, I 
open up my arms to them. You know what I'm saying? And just at the end of the day, you know, they wasn't supposed to be in my life like that. But I just always kind of been like this person that um I like for my circle to stay to stay small. I don't really like a lot of people in my circle. And once I started, you know, looking around, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a wait wait the fuck minute, like wait a minute, right. where the hell all these these women come from? You know what I'm saying? Where did all these homeboys come from? Like, you know, seriously. So it was like certain people that just honestly really didn't deserve to be, you know what I'm saying, in my life or just you know sucking up all my inner my my air like that's honestly how i felt so i definitely understand you when you say you know all these people around you and you did not like none of those people around you you know and right then and there when you start to feel that it's time to start plucking them you know pluck right um it's okay to like for me i'll be the type person where i would change my number and i completely start like i would be gone and people like what happened to you and what happened to your number this and that and third because it'll be times where i'm just like you know what i just need to like really get myself together and just start over you know because sometimes we get so lost and caught up in you know trying to please everybody and you got these people that are so-called friends and you know other people may have so-called family or whatever the case may be you know when really they're just nothing but negative energy you know, so right. when you trying to stay positive and trying to stay on track and they can see that. So they will suck all that positiveness out of you. And now you negative right along with them. You know what I'm saying? Then you find yourself in, I like to say, in a sunken place. You're not yourself yeah. no more. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to figure out why stuff not going right for you. Why every time you apply for this job, this don't come through. Why, you know, it seems like you're trying so hard. Is there really a God out here? Does he really see me? You know, just all that type of stuff. Then you just become, I'm not going to, I mean, yeah, you can come depre- become depressed over it. You know, but at the same time, you got to continue to realize, like, I'm a strong person. And this is not me. I have to do something different. Who was I before I became the person that I am now? And when you sit back and you go back to where you were then, and, you know, you look at everything you was going through all the way up until now, you start to realize, you know what? This person ain't for me. That person ain't for me. That family member ain't for me. That coworker, whoever is not for me. You got to get your life back. You know, you got to get your space back my circle girl my circle is small when i talk about the same people it always has been i can't because just like me and my homegirl y'all elizabeth we don't like females like we do not when i tell y'all like i'm not saying like i don't have a the thing is i don't have a problem with females it's certain females you know what i'm saying and the same thing wasn't raised right yeah, and the same thing with dudes as well too, because I used to have a lot of homeboys as well too. I and literally I wasn't raised right either. Yep, <laughs> I literally only have two best friends that are guys. That's it, and I had more homeboys than that. Um, and I had a lot of homegirls as well too. But you guys, I can literally count on one hand how many friends that I actually call my friend. The other two they don't count because they're like family. But everybody else is just on that one hand. I don't listen. I, I can't. I never will go back to a place like that. So, again, you guys, I'm just sharing in, you know, a little bit of what I went through because I can definitely relate to what she's saying. Go yeah. 
definitely and and let me let, let me clear it up because you're gonna have people like that talking about see they don't like females what do they like it's here here's the thing <laughs> I'm, I'm from the old school and I will say I'm from the old school because I was raised by my grandmother and my mother um, my grandmama didn't play that mess I don't care who you was what you did my grandmama didn't play that mess she felt like even at 25 years old if the street light was on my butt needed to be in the house not in the yard not in the car coming in the house no I needed to be in the house and I'm like grandmama I'm, I'm 25 years old okay what that mean the street light on ain't it you know, she didn't, she she was very adamant about us not going out after a certain time. If we're not out of the house by 8 o'clock for whatever it is that we got to do, then we don't need to leave the house because you get a bad reputation for that. And at, growing up, I was kind of just like, okay, I thought it was normal. But, you know, you get in the middle school, you get in high school, and, you know, back in the middle school, they had them so-called dates that everybody was going on to, going on to where, you know, it's like five or six girls and five or six boys, and they meet up at the movie theater. I ain't never go on them. I heard a whole lot about them, but I ain't never go because my mama and my grandmama weren't playing that. You know, everybody is not raised the same way. Everybody doesn't have the same upbringing and it, it shows, it tells. You know, they say that birds of a feather fly together and that's not always true because true. you right. always going to have that one bird that's either flying in front of everybody, that's flying out to the other side of everybody, mm-hmm. or that's hanging behind everybody. You got a leader, mm-hmm. you got a protector, and you got a watcher. And you got to figure out who in your circle is what. Then you got the ones that's in the middle that's trying to take on and do everything that the other three are doing. And sometimes you really just got to be you. You have to be you and you have to do what you're raised to do and what you're made to do. All of us are made with a purpose. All of us are made and given different gifts and different, you know, blessings. And you have to use those to your abilities. Like, you know, if your blessing is to be a drummer, don't get up on Sunday morning or get up at amateur night and decide that, you know what, I don't want to play the drums. I'm a saint. Baby, no. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> just, just sit down. Like, we don't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Use the talents and gifts that, you know, you're given. Yeah. You know, and you have to you have to watch what you do and what you say because you don't know you never know who's watching you. You never know who's gonna take something that you said to somebody else and take it to somebody else and try to use it against you. Or be like, Oh well you, you know what? As a matter of fact, prime example, I was dealing with this dude back when I was younger and um again I, I had that show me mentality and for anybody who got it I'm going to tell y'all right now give it up it, it is not good for you had this show me mentality dealing with this dude dude ended up pissing me off so I felt like oh well, you finna you piss me off I'm done with you whatever whatever you done with me I'm finna go deal with your best friend dealt with the best friend me and best friend we cool but best friend throws up in my face talking about some well why you don't do for me what you used to do for him I watched what you did with him, and I watched how you talked to him, and I watched how da 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 da. And he told me this, and he told me this, and most of the stuff the dude told me was true. But I wasn't on that level with the best friend. I'm just dealing with you because he pissed me off. You feel me? So you have to be careful about what you give because when you give, whether it's a smile, it's a hello, it's a hug, you're giving something of yourself to somebody else. And they're going to take that with them, and then they're they're going to give part of you to somebody else. So now you done spread out, spread yourself out thin, and you feeling empty, and you feeling low, and you not feeling yourself, and you don't know why because you don't have any more of yourself to yourself because you done gave it to everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
one of the things that that sticks out with me a lot and you know for those who don't know um i am a christian i'm i'm very much fully sold out to the lord you know but i still got that that spirit of peter so don't try me (laughs) the lord is still working on me um (laughs) the bible says in Job 14 that a man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble so my thing with that is this if god is already telling you that your days are short and them short days ain't gonna be nothing but trials, tribulation, and strife. Babe, I'ma have to go ahead and put a hedge in between us. Because if I know that you're gonna get on my nerves, you cannot be here. Right. I have to enjoy myself. I have to I, I have two children. I still gotta be full for them. I got a mama. I gotta be full for her. I got myself that I got to look at. And I know for a fact, I think I'm every I look, I think and I know and I'm for sure I'm a Supersized meal, okay. I'm not a snack. I'm not an entree. I'm the whole restaurant. So if the restaurant is empty, that means the restaurant got to be closed. And I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna close for you because you're getting on my nerves. I'm not gonna close for you because you need me to take you to work because your boyfriend done cheated on you again. And now you sad again, but you took him back again. No. At some point, you you can't keep complaining about the same thing, and you can't keep asking people for help for a situation you don't want help with. Right. You know, you have to enjoy what you can of yourself. And a lot of people like working in healthcare. I see a lot of elderly people that are in their last days. They ain't got no family, but you got these pictures of all of this wonderful stuff that they've done. And it's like, oh, wow, you would think that somebody would be there for them. And they're not. Why? Because you've given me everything that you had of yourself. And now you used up and you can't even be there for yourself. So why do I need to be there? You know, so I just feel like at some point in time, I don't know if you remember that book, The Giving Tree. At some point in time, you have to stop being a giving tree and you have to just be a stump. And you just have to sit there and just look at people like they're crazy. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not looking at them like they're crazy, you just got to stand still for a minute and just be like, okay, don't move. I ain't got no leaves. I ain't got no limbs. I have nothing else. I'm just a fixture in the ground. I'm rooted and booted and suited. I ain't finna move. I'm not moving for you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you got to be. That's honestly how you got to be, sis. And I'm glad I was able to bring you on my dang podcast because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people out there, not even just, you know, females, but males as well, too, can definitely relate to um, some a lot of the things that you have said today or whatever. So I guess my question to you is, what do you want to leave the people with? Like, what would be your best advice to... I mean, you've given them so much advice. But to narrow it all down to one thing, what would you tell them? To narrow it all down, I would say this. Do not ever feel guilty for telling somebody no. Not showing up, not doing something, or doing something that benefits yourself instead of somebody else. You have to be able to give to you and you still have to be able to wake up the next morning or even go to bed at night and like the person that you see in the mirror. Like the person that's laying on the pillow next to you, even if it's just your hand. Don't feel guilty about telling somebody no. Don't feel guilty about not doing something because you have to think about everything that you give to somebody else that's not being given to you. If you are a Kool-Aid pitcher pouring out Kool-Aid with a hole in it, you can't put nothing back into you that's going to be of any substance because it's all going to come out. Mm-hmm. I like that. And also, uh, 
sis i also want you to um tell them as well too uh she also has her own business that she running sis can you um let them know a little bit about that Yes, I can, and thank you for mentioning it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a business. It is called Honey Made. That's H-O-N-E-Y-M-A-E apostrophe D LLC. Um, what I do is I specialize in home care services and sitter services. I also provide um, generalized cleaning, but I customize my care plans based on what you need. So I don't just um, sit with the elderly or the sick. I do provide services for all of my single people out there who during this pandemic right now, you're busy and you're running around and you really don't have time or you don't have the energy to, let's say, cook a meal or to do some laundry or to clean up the bathroom or whatever. I do provide those services and you can find me um right now you can use my personal email which is mrs mrs underscore greatness g-r-e-a-t-n-e-z-z not zero no that's my email wait a minute <laughs> y'all forgive me uh, my instagram is mrs underscore g-r-e-a-t-n-e-z-z um you can email me at heart of lily at icloud.com and that's l-i-l-l-i-e and um, if you all have questions, you can give me a phone call at 678-755-3130. I'm open. I'm pretty much 24 hours a day. And I will do my best to provide you a little care with some honey. So that is what I do. And I look forward to speaking and talking to you all later on in the future. All right, sis. Thank you for coming on my podcast, girl, sharing all of that with us. And I'm gonna, let you, <laughs> I'm gonna let you go ahead and get back to it. I know you got them babies and all that, so you know, wind down, girl. It's about to be a wind down because they're gonna go to bed. <laughs> I know that's right. All right, sis. Well, I will talk with you later. Thank you for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you as well. All right, girl. All right. Bye bye. All right, you guys. That was my home, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just be laughing because, listen, this girl is as real as it get, you guys, okay? I tell you, she don't sugarcoat anything. She don't sugarcoat nothing. You know what I'm saying? She's been this way since I met her back in high school, you guys. She's still the same way now. And we are, you know, reaching... Well, I'm already 30. Hell, I'll be 31 or whatever. But, um, yeah, so that concludes our podcast for today. I hope you guys took a lot of what she said. Um, She is another person that's pretty good on giving advice because she as well has been through a whole, whole lot. Um, I didn't want her to emphasize too much on what was going on in her life or whatever. But for the most part, I think she did pretty good just telling you guys just that little bit that she did tell you. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.